Welcome to the doghouse. We had our last doubles weekend of the season because World Superbike wrapped up their season. Yay. That is and hard. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was tough. And uh we had uh Moto uh, GP in uh Thailand which I don't understand why um I like the track. It was nice. I mean, I don't have any problem with that, but it was you know, there's a tie rider out there. Well, who? He's, you know, you have to give them their tie one fighter? day of the year. Right? Yeah. So anyways, I can't think of his name right now. Some cat Chant- no. Some yeah, some cat yeah, named some Chantra. Cat Ch- some cat named Chantra. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then also we're in November now because we're actually doing the show a day later than normal, which means it's Thanksgiving. And on Thanksgiving, you know what we do here in the U.S.? We, watch we, your cook, a, we cook a big bird. We, we cook a big bird. And so today we're, we're going to practice. serve some bird, specifically crow. Crow? <laughs> Sounds like I need to bust out the book of no accountability. Both of, to both of you. <laughs> I think I need to, to both of out you. the book of no accountability to see who's going to be partaking in the meal. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We have to send out invitations, right? <laughs> ah, so anyway, um, well, you know, World Superbike wrapped up, and that was no surprise where it finished up, right? Um, the big thing that I wanted to talk about relative to World Superbike is that what I think the really douchey thing that uh, Yamaha did to Ratzgadiaglo in not letting him participate yeah, in, in that was the kind of testing a, this week rude. on the on the BMW, which is I mean it's just ridiculous. That, I mean that they're doing this, and they specifically said the the um. Uh, the general manager of the Yamaha team specifically said, and we were going to offer him a multi-year contract. So they're bitter. They're bitter that he turned them down or the negotiations didn't go well. They don't have to worry differently. Go ahead, Warren. Yeah, go ahead. They don't have to worry about him because he's going to be on the BMW. And while it has shown flashes, it's not, it's not going to be competitive next, for the next three or four years. We don't put that down in the book of no accountability. Okay, yeah, put that down because I don't know if that's true. I don't know that it's a championship bike. That would be pure speculation. But I will say something. I imagine that probably the BMW factory team is ordering lots of brake discs. Okay, <laughs> lots and lots of brake discs because nobody's going to eat. There the was brake. not a BMW in the top eight. There's more. Well, how high did BMW fit finish this year? In this last race, in the last, well, I think that would have been probably Gerloff, right? And on the Bonovo team, right? So yeah, I feel I bad for Gerloff. He finally yeah. gets away from Ron Scatiaglu, who abuses people <laughs> in the corners, but yet Gerloff yes. gets blamed for taking his punk ass out. And yeah. now Gerloff's like, I want to go fast with Gerloff. I mean, Raz is like, I want to go ride with Gerloff. Gerloff should throw him the people's elbow. <laughs> I disagree. I, I, I disagree with most of what you said, not all of it. I think actually I hope that 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 Gerloff forms a relationship with Rex Gadiaglu because I think that could help him. Yeah, because be like I don't a, think there's anybody else in World Superbike that can hold a candle to his late breaking skills. The the only relationship I want to see if it's Gerloff makes Rex his girlfriend. That's what I want to see. Okay. Anyways, let me right, let me tell you how I read that Yamaha kind of spiel. Uh-huh. I read that. See, you read it like, oh, he didn't take their offer. I think he left before they gave him an offer. He might have. 
He might have, but I he was a free agent. That's why he, he, but he, they were mad. Doesn't matter. He's a free agent. Okay. Yeah, he didn't leave I early. Understand. I understand. Yeah. I think that I think they were like they were like putting together an offer, and he was like, "Nope, going to BMW." Or they didn't even tell him. Just like signed with BMW, and it kind of got like last minute on him. And I think mm-hmm. that's where the bitterness came from. The no, you can't ride till the till the contract's actually up. In December. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever whatever the basis is of, of it, it's kind of a petty thing, I think, for yeah, Yamaha. Well, I, because I, no. Because, I don't well, think I, Yamaha's I, being petty. I think I think Raz Gadiago was petty in the beginning. Oh, is right? he your latest so, target? Huh? Is he no, your I'm latest just target? Saying, facts are facts, right? The guys have been No, they're not facts. facts. We don't know that. They might have known he was talking to BMW. I know we don't know that. They, they, well, we don't know what they knew and didn't know. And maybe they dragged their feet in getting an offer to him. Or maybe the offer that they were going to give him wasn't competitive. I don't know what BMW's paying him. I was right about Ken Roxon. I was right about Honda cutting ties. I'm right about. Oh, you apparently weren't right. Ready about you weren't right about Zarco. Zarco. (laughs) Zarco. Oh, he's going to be a great rider in MotoGP. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so we're we're serving up the crow. Okay, Uh, so you wait. I did the research. (laughs) Let me find it out. You pulled the cover off the bird. So now the bird will get sliced oh, up. Let's hear what he found out. Let's hear oh, what he no, found no, out. I'll, give, I'll give you the facts. Let Ken, I don't let, Ken t- let Ken talk why I look why I look. Okay. So we had talked about it. Warren gets a little bit of a ping, but he doesn't actually get a big serving. He just gets a single slice. Okay. So, so <laughs> if you look at everybody that's on the grid right now, and yeah. you look at all their podiums, career podiums in Worlds in um, MotoGP, yes. Zarco comes in in sixth place. Yes. If you take Pedroza off, who technically is not on the grid, he wild carded twice and was a replacement rider once. Okay. He points, but okay. Z- yes. Z- yes, he's got points, but that uh, okay. Finished the- more races than Lowe's. Not more than Zarco. He finished more races than Lowe's, who was steady guy on the grid. So you got to give. You got to get Pedroza. Okay. Pedroza, you're okay. you're really what what does Lowe's have to do with anything? But anyway. <laughs> oh, what about Caltaki? Apparently, he finished more now. races than Marquez. Hell, uh, I finished more races than Marquez. Yeah, so so here's who's a, ahead of Zarco. Okay, in the all time that's on the grid right now, uh-huh. Miller by three, uh, Quadraro, Bagnaya, Vinales, which is just amazing to me. Mark, Mark, it, all Vinales's podiums were, of course, back when he was with Yamaha and Pedroza, who doesn't even count. So technically, Zarco is fifth in all time podiums. In MotoGP, that's on the grid. On the okay, all right, but but, but I only did all time because you were making the argument about yeah, all yeah, time. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say: mm-hmm. is you got Cal it's even Crutchel, better if you look you at got, the last seven years. You got Cal Crutchlow, who's only one behind him. No, if you look, no, at, no it's not true. It's not true. Okay, but if you Cal Crutchlow only has eleven podiums career in MotoGP. Okay, but here you go. If you go to projected. Over seven years, so that makes these younger guys, you just say they continue their pace, right? You project it over seven years. Martin's going to have 40. Bagnaia's going to have 49. Zeki's going to have 32. <laughs> Quateraro's going to have 49. Rins is going to have 20, 21. Bastianini, 20, 21. Uh, Mir, 20 or 21. So the fact of the matter is, is that he's not, he's average. What we've been saying is he's average. Based on projections? Really? Yes. Well, I'm you don't even know what you don't okay. know what bikes they're going to be on. When Ken Ken, you're always like, 
Third, third place, fourth place or lower means nothing. Now all of a sudden, sixth place makes him a great racer. No, I was the one that said he can't. Look, 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 look. You Mike said Lane's he was a great race. racer. Hey, hey, hey. He's a great no, I, racer. I, I did not say that. What I said was he was about a fifth place. Warren thought he was around 10th. Am I correct, Warren? And what I'm saying? But I said over the last seven years, he's in about 10th. It, he's actually yeah, a little better. Is, he's even better if you look at the last seven years. Okay, he, he is. He's even better. So but, he's but he's at least he's not a fifth. great racer. You're going to tell me that somebody who's fifth in podiums on the grid is is a mediocre ra racer? He's better no, than mediocre. You tell me that all the time. I never said okay. he was a great racer. You okay. were saying he big disappointment he was. Is Cal Crutchlow a great, great racer? Radio. No. No. Okay. Cal mm -hmm. Crutchlow in the same seven years has one less podium. In that seven-year period, not true. Yes, true. it's not true. Not according to MotoGP. According to MotoGP, Crutchlow has eleven. Okay. Zarco has twenty. You've got double. No, no. Crutchlow has nineteen podiums. So where are no, you? Not according to MotoGP.com. Yes, where I pulled on MotoGP. Well, that's where I pulled these. And according to what right. I saw, you MotoGP, I'm at said eleven. Eleven. Right. No, you're wrong. Aspargaro has eleven. <laughs> Martin has fifteen. But Crutchlow has Crutchlow has that. As 19. But if you look, if you look right now, right, Zarco mm -hmm. averages two and a half podiums a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bagnaya, mm -hmm. six plus a year. Martin, mm -hmm. five a year. Bezecchi, four a year. Vinales, three and a quarter a year. Miller, 2.5. Miller, 2.5. Zarco, 2.5. I don't consider Miller a great one. Quadraro, six a year. Uh, Marquez, nine a year. Rins, two and a half a year. Bastianini, two and two-thirds a year. Pedrosa, seven a year. Mears, two and two-thirds a year. He's like maybe 10th on the yearly average. <laughs> that's, 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 He's a mediocre rider. There's Phil, only 20 riders in the okay, field. Okay, okay, Phil. Is the okay, middle. Okay. That's the definition of mediocre. Okay. Okay, Phil, he's not 10th. Okay, I just told you. I'm he's telling, sick, no, 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 even you, if you include Pedrosa. Yes, but but when you but, but yes, see, but but okay, but if you project it in, in, four, in four years, if we catch up and they'll be now, and you if, get to four if, years, if you project and all these their current guys, stops, they will have they, in sometime in the next ten years, they will be racing on Mars. Listen, if 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 you say, oh well, he's better than guys who've only raced two years who are on pace to walk by him quick in seven. I mean, just quick. Who right? Oh, well, they're gonna walk by. Who in the last two years? Zarco. Huh? Who? Uh, who in the last two go years? Go buy him in the. Okay, Martin's only raced three years, and he's and he's got fifteen podiums. Mm -hmm. You're telling me he's not going to get five in four more years? Doubt it. He's probably going to get four more this year. Okay, that's Martin. Go ahead. Okay, Zarko's not going to get any next year. Bezecchi has Honda. two. <laughs> yeah, that's has, true. Bezecchi has that, that's two, true. Has eight podiums in two years. You don't think he's going to get twelve in the next five years? Okay, Binder I'll give you that, too. Eight, Binder has eight podiums in four years. You don't think in the next three years he's going to get 12? He averages four podiums he's got a eight, year. He's got eight or in two. four years, which means his average is two per year. Two, yeah, I'm sorry, two a year. I, I misread the line. But he's good. But his but that bike's getting better. Okay, you got... Uh, uh, here we go. Who else is... Uh, Marini's got one in three years. That's not really that good. Here you go. Quartararo has 31 in five years. He's got to walk the dog on him. 
Alex Marquez has three and three years. <laughs> on what bike? Not. On what bike is he going to do that? Well, I don't, I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> he's on. A, he's on a bike. It's not even a podium bike. How many podiums did Quadraro get this year? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look that for this year. <laughs> Here, okay. I'll say this, right? You got Piero got, got zero one, podiums in 14 <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Next seven, Yeah, and Raul Fernandez in the two years he's been in MotoGP hasn't got a single podium. That is true. Yep. That is true. And Warren's Warren's favorite person, Gian Guacamole, has only got one podium. Oh, I wish I'd thought of that one. But uh, Bastianini got eight eight podiums in three years. He's going to pass him. I don't think Bastianini will. I don't think Bastianini will. He can't keep it on two wheels. This Darko but if you project it for a long time. based on his crashes this year, he'll actually be retired next at the end of the next season. I doubt it. You can crash your bike every year and still get a ride next year, according to Mark Marquez. Well, according to Sam Lowe's, that's not true, but okay. <laughs> Unless you go to a different series. Mark Marquez is pretty much going to a different series. He's going, going we'll to a satellite bike. We'll see. And we will see. satellite bike so I'm not eating almost, any has almost won a couple of try that for you. Yeah, you you go ahead, go ahead. Okay, tell me what I said was wrong, because it wasn't wrong. What you I told said he was you a last great week rider. Is exactly that is right. wrong. I was right, and you that give me the wrong. projective. You project for you project forward. Okay, future. Okay, past performance is not a predictor of future performance great of racing. Riders, Jorge Lorenzo. <laughs> that, that, that's a zero. Right, that's a zero. Great riders, Mark. He's Mark riding Biatch these days. Right. I'm just saying I'm just saying you're like, he's a great rider. He's not. A I never rider. said he was a great rider. You go did. Back to he's like, he's a, I go back to the videotape. I never said he was a great rider ever. This videotape. <laughs> you're so old. You don't go back know to how the recording. Record. Go get your Betamax out. OK, I'm going to whip out. Hold on a second while I get my nine. Where's your film. cassette? Where's your eight track? Let me get my nine millimeter film reel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyways, not eating that. Let's let's move on to important mm-hmm. things. Thank God that uh, <laughs> Raz got uh, the World Superbike. You had Ray testing. Can't keep up on the bike. Gordy nope. Davis might have passed him by. Sorry, Johnny Ray, but doesn't it's not look. I, I you know I I think the the Yamaha by small margin is a better bike than the Kawasaki this year, but we'll find out next year when Bassani is riding on it. So it is slightly better. It is slightly better than the Kawasaki because it had more finishes and it looked better. It looked faster. It, it looked, better it looked faster turn. with Rascadiaglu on yeah. board. So it's a slight upgrade, but it's not nearly enough to compete against the Ducati. Not as things stand now. That's true. Yeah. So when are they gonna when are they gonna bend Ducati over like they did Kawasaki a couple of years? Uh, in in MotoGP, my understanding is they're going to next season. What about World Superbike? Because they're worried that there will be yeah. no one but Ducati next yeah. season. What about you know, if they keep it up? I yeah, don't World know Superbike what World Superbike's been doing, but my understanding World there are Superbike has been like Ducati next it. season. World Superbike's been slamming it in Kawasaki for years now. Yep. Yeah. Johnny Ray yeah. won two in two years. And they're still like, yep, we ain't going to take any of the provisions off. Well, but they did. They made some adjustments, so they were meaningless. Finally, yeah, me, they were, they were meaningless. 500 RPM yeah. change. 
I mean, that's yeah, they lowered Ducati by two fifty and raised the uh, the Yamaha by two fifty. Yamaha and Kawasaki. And Kawasaki, it's meaningless. Two hundred fifty RPMs is is meaningless. I'm saying. So yeah, they have to do something now. Supposedly that they are looking to actually potentially do some, and this is purely rumor that they're looking at doing something with the weight. I can remember some years ago where they actually added additional weight to um, some of the bikes in uh, mm-hmm. World Superbike to try and you know create a better, a more even playing field. But you know, every time these racing organizations try to create a, a level playing field, it, it never ends up that way, right? It's always a disaster. So I don't know, whatever, you know what I guess I'd say to Honda and to Yamaha, build a better bike. Yeah. Kawasaki too. Yeah, exactly. Kawasaki too. Yeah. Build a better bike. Build a better bike. BMW don't expect, don't expect, don't expect the, you know, the racing series to somehow magically make your bike, bike equivalent to a much better bike. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so, I agree with that. Yeah. Now, there is one other piece of super bike news that, came out you know for the calendar for 2024 hungary is according to the article on crash.net hungary is going to come back and replace bandalika as uh, as the one of the tracks they go to so i mean i was i, I was actually on to that's exactly what i was thinking why aren't they adding onto their schedule their schedule's already very slim yeah, I agree it's like with that. i mean the but, but we used to, to make fun vacation time off. we used to make fun on this show i think this was might have been pre-war in days we used to make fun when it when the u.s was at the ama superbike series we used to make fun that every year they had fewer and fewer uh stops on the on the schedule and it got to the point where i think they got down to 10 stops and the, no, at the minimum that one year they only had like eight and yeah. they were like they were one more than canada we were like, you can only remember. race for two years. I, yeah, Canada. you could be. Yeah, you could be right. I don't remember it being down a- as low AMA as eight, Pro but it could have been. Tried to destroy they're, that. They're now, they're now down to the point in World Superbike where they're basically matching uh, Moto America on stops. Yeah, well, if you add America, more, then ooh. they get then everyone gets less vacation time, and that's a big deal. You know, for Europeans, you know, they got, they but it's not, yeah, that, yeah, I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. When world <laughs> Superbike has 12 racing venues and moto and moto GP has 22, right. Or 23 this season, I well, think it's better, more fit riders. That's what it is. What do you think it is? Uh, I think it's not as marketable, pro- not as marketable product as moto GP is. Yeah. So I think that's probably, they don't it, have the draw and they don't, and, and they don't have the money for the event to come there. I think yeah, and I, I think the other thing too is that <laughs> you know um, <clears throat> Dorna owns the commercial rights for both series, and I just have a feeling that Dorna spends most of its time trying to work in, in the MotoGP side and not as much on the World Superbike yeah. side, because there was a time when the World Superbike series was just a European series, yeah. you know. But they've lost a lot of European venues. Yeah, well, it's cost a lot to go overseas too. So by replacing it is very expensive. Mandalika with a, a Hungary, I mean that's that's actually cost more cost effective. Yeah, but they not to the series. To, maybe Hungary. the sponsors are complaining about the the travel costs, which I'm sure they're probably pretty well, they're significant. The that, I can solve yeah. it. They should go straight from Hungary to Turkey. That's what I'm going to do at the end of the month. <laughs> 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 I I think. Uh, 
look at the way they structure that, you know, they could save themselves a lot of money by, you know, hopping around European venues, then go overseas. I don't understand either of their things. Like I had, like, I feel like, oh, well, you know, these other people have track time. You're effing MotoGP, you're effing World Superbike. Yeah. Formula One don't care, right? They're like, oh, yeah, well, we won't come this week. Unless you're on a Honda, they don't care. But like, but they're like, "F you, we won't come back." And they're like, "Yeah, no, no, we'll move those other slouches, right?" Like, I feel like, I feel like these guys, they, you know, I know they always put Argentina in MotoGP with America and stuff, but they can do a lot better than that. Yeah, you know, th- their travel schedule, they, it's like, the, it's like their logistics guy up. smokes crack. It's very, bro- it's very broken up. But I think that the travel costs are like kind of programmed <laughs> in on MotoGP. They know that they're going to be traveling globally. They've got the necessary equipment for and being able to travel. Bike. Well, the other, the I other don't two, think World Superbike probably, I don't think the sponsors come in as deep as they do in MotoGP from a financial standpoint. I think, I think World Superbike gets too much money from the tracks. There I say. Well, maybe. And then, maybe. And then there's, uh, there's two other pieces in that article. Now, these two are more of a, you know, pro- projections. I don't think that. I think the oh, we're not allowed to do solid. projections. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. That's Phil's favorite is that, subject. <laughs> is that Imola is going to be off the off the calendar for World Superbike, replaced by Vallelunga, which is north of Rome. God and, only, uh, God and only, and what the real name of that thing oh, is. Oh yeah, I have no, gonna, have have no clue. It. Now we have He's to like look at Violet it. Luga. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Luger, uh, what? Violent Lugi. Violent Lugi. <laughs> And then the other one is that Argentina is completely off and Jerez is going to be its uh, permanent replacement. Now, those two are just rumors. So for well, it is what it is. I mean, that would also, you know, you know, you get starting to get back toward more towards a European race. Series. Yeah, but they were so just they in they, they were just in Jerez, right? And yeah. so how does taking Ar- Argentina out and making Jerez the permanent replacement that seems to me like that's more compaction of the schedule, right? That doesn't seem like that. No, it's not changing. No, it's not co- compacting. I mean, it's just it's just Argentina. They won't be going back to Argentina. No, okay. Argentina may be crying for a World Superbike, but don't cry for him. They're not going to listen to him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the website it shows like four rounds. I don't know. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I was, I, I was know. gonna, I was gonna say, if you project forward, there'll be two races in 2027 in World Superbike. That's why they had that or the sprint race, so they get more than eight <laughs> races and decided champions. I mean, the Super Bowl race. Yeah, well, they're oh. adding three more sprint races coming up. So, and, each <laughs> and why are they not racing in America? Um, because we have a bad name here. I don't know. Other I don't get it. Nine? They, you know, World Superbike. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Is where Phyllis. But I mean, they World Superbike raced in the U.S. much more consistently than MotoGP for a long time. Remember? I know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That, so I don't know what happened with their Moto- I, American like round. MotoG World Superbike Indy Coda Coda. Yeah, we used to always talk Coda. about the joint venues, right, between yeah. the U.S. series. And a world, world superbike, super and they're just they're not here anymore, so that you can't have I wonder, this. I wonder if Moto America's like, we don't need you taking down our ratings, <laughs> but Moto America needs to be closer to World Superbike than Moto GP. 
be you honest would, with I you. Don't, I don't see Moto the America rate, doing anything to sabotage that. I don't. I, don't I didn't mean it. sabotage. I mean just being like, you're, what are you bringing to the table? Well, I mean you're you're getting you know world level riders um, that are riding the same bike, so it's much more transferable. Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. I'm or I just love to see maybe more super. Somebody should work a deal out here. Here's another freebie that we're, we're, will happen and we'll never get credit for it because everybody hates us. World Superbike and those riders should go back to trying to get in the Daytona 200. Oh, I would agree with that. 100%. We, should, we, should, we yeah. should throw down a gauntlet. Some Americans should go out there, just throw down a gauntlet, be like, call out people in World Superbike. Like, mm -hmm. you're slow as hell. You don't, you don't think so. We got a nine points race for a lot of dollars here at Daytona. Don't sing it, mm -hmm. bring it. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we should just do that, right? Like, call these yeah. people out, make Daytona yep. they, a big they race. All, they all, they all used to race. Make Daytona yeah. a great. The they Daytona all used to race at Daytona. Let's start with Gerloff. He hasn't been racing there. Bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying we should just call these people out. Be like, here, come I on. Think, I think the, the subtext to all this, <clears throat> this is perfect. This is just my opinion, but. My opinion is usually right. The subtext is that World Superbike is going broke. That's that's my subtext. The World Superbike is not doing well financially. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Yeah, I mean the the trends just kind of show that, right? I'm not. And I remember that. when AMA wasn't making the investment in in you know before the sale, it it was shrinking. It was just they they weren't putting yeah. enough money in there. They certainly weren't advertising anything. So. Yeah. Well, but anyway, hey, Moto America, you guys need to step up on your advertising too. Because oh, big time. Moto America could buy World Superbike. I, <laughs> can't, com can't, can't comment on that. Can't comment on that. I don't know what World Superbike go for, but I bet you it's more affordable than any of us think. Yeah. All they have to do is buy the commercial rights from Dorna. That would be enough, right? They, they know. But they, they got. But before any of that FIM happens, is, is going to FIM still going to have the we series? We need to get there. all racing off of NBC affiliate anything. Yeah, that I think that. Stuff. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's exactly right. I think that actually probably costs you way more fans than anything else. It does. X, yeah. X flat track. So let's let's talk about MotoGP. Where I actually think we have us. We have a series here. That's you know. Um, you know, uh, Martin Bagnaglia right there, neck to neck. I, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of feel like Martin wants this more than Bagnaglia. And I actually thought, and I don't know if your opinion, I'm curious to what you guys think. I actually felt like Bagnaglia was being, um, kind of cautious in that race on Sunday. Well, well there's nothing he could have done about the sprint race, but I mean, in the, in the, in the race itself, he made Real good progress, but then he got kind of stuck where he was, right? Mm -hmm. Until he had to let other people basically throw things away, and that got him, you know, positions. But he he didn't. I didn't see him pressing at all. So I'm wondering if his coaches are saying, "Okay, you got an 18 point lead. You know, it, uh, according to Ken, it's your series to lose. Don't screw it up. Well, Just get 20 points. Get your second places, and it's going to be hard for him to 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 do that." But you can't keep, I mean, you got to get some points out of the uh, sprint race, too. Yeah, but here's the thing that I saw is, like, Bagnaia is also looking at what happened to Mar Martin last week. Or last yeah. round, I should say. Right? Like, yeah. here's the guy he takes over. Well, it's happened to him. He pushes right? too hard, and he goes. So, yeah. you might, I, I wouldn't be surprised if both but that's of them. That's a recipe to lose, like, right? 
That's yeah. a recipe to lose, right? Yeah. It is. Uh, uh, no, no, can... Racing to not racing to not win is always a recipe to lose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah, but Bagnaglia could also have been trying to replicate what happened before by putting the pressure on the Martin that, you know, he'd throw it away again. You know, so so, I, don't think so. I, I think you remember when Bagnaglia had his his last crash or it may, it may have been the crash before that. I think his racing style has now changed. I think he's more of a timid racer than he had been before. That's not uncommon. That happens a lot when people have wrecks, right? But he just doesn't seem like it's like he lost the killer instinct. Right. And, and the only reason that he got back ahead was because Martin threw a couple races away. Right. He's like that scene in Top Gun where the guy hands in his wings. He's like, I yeah. lost the edge. I've lost oh, the I got to send Maverick to Top Gun. Right. All <laughs> kinds of bad things happen. This has been the doghouse on NTN Radio. I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. No, there's no dogs here. I looked around. There's no dogs in this house. <laughs> I have a dog. <laughs> jerks. A lot of you jerks, but for a few dogs. Y'all don't have dogs. House. Jerk house. Jerk house. Jerk house. My dog is a bit of a jerk at times. <laughs> Not gonna lie. He can be he can be moody. Much like his owner. Okay, so Martin, it's your series, it's your championship to to lose. Hundred percent. That was a, and, that a, was a and a next race is a, next, next race, Big Magnaya. Just because yeah. I said that. Here's gonna be in Malaysia. Is. He's in Malaysia. Mar- hey Martin, if you're listening, I can undo Ken's curse for a mere four five hundred k. I'll even take euros, so that's like three hundred American. Pay him, I get a cut. Why are you say that? <laughs> Why you gotta say that? Well, you could pay me directly, and I'll say it's Magnaya's championship you to lose. Do your own <laughs> you can't do and it. And I'll do and I'll do it for fifty k. Binder, I'll drink some both for twenty five k. He's gonna need more help than that. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> He can't pull it out. That's not my problem. <laughs> All right. This has been the Doghouse here on NTNRadio.com. All those other great places you get your podcasts. We'll be back next week to talk about more racing and stuff. Maybe some silly season news. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I went to hit the volume and I hit the wrong button. Whoopsie. Um.